Welcome to The Healthy Me. I'm Trina Felber, registered nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I believe there's a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to help you call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your healthy me. All right, thanks for joining me um, on The Healthy Me today. I am excited to introduce everybody to Genevieve White, and we're going to be talking about how you can reduce your household toxins, which is a really important thing because we don't realize our environment becomes a part of us, especially when we spend so much time in it. So Genevieve White is a certified health coach and advocate for personalized health care. She healed herself from years of chronic fatigue, digestive disorders, and generalized pain through extensive detoxification of both her body and her living environment. After her son was diagnosed with his second autoimmune condition, she began digging into the research to discover the connection of toxicity to all chronic disease. Now her knowledge and expertise makes her a go-to resource for people experiencing chronic conditions like autoimmunity, hormone imbalances, and chemical sensitivities. In addition to individualized coaching, Genevieve White also writes for a variety of health, natural health websites, including well.org and Eat Without Apology. I like both of those. Those are awesome. Genevieve, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, no problem. So tell me, why is it important to address household toxins? Oh, man. I mean, it, it, it just it affects every aspect of our lives. Um, you know, there's a lot of research out there that shows that uh, the household toxins actually cause a lot of disease, like autoimmune conditions, um, cancer, asthma, allergies. Um, so, you know, there's there's that kind of cause component, but then there's also the w once you get ill, um, re removing those toxins can make such a big difference in your, you know, improving your quality of life. And it's really hard to associate some of the things that you're dealing with physically to, with external and even internal environmental changes. Like it's hard to relate what you're using to wash your dishes with or what you're washing your laundry with to the problem, to like asthma or to chronic fatigue and things like that. So how do you work with people to help them reduce household toxins? Yeah, I mean, it's so true because like when I, when we first started making the connections, when I was really ill to, you know, the things that were in our home, it was really hard for my husband to write, to like wrap his head around, you know, the dish soap that he's been using his whole life and the, the um, laundry detergent that that could actually be like what's making it so I can't get out of bed in the morning, you know? Um, but yeah, it's true. It's so huge. So the way that I work with people is we do like a full home assessment. We look at everything from our furnishings to, uh, you know, the personal care products, all those, the different stuff that's flying around, you know, in your air, making your air quality so bad. Um, you know, studies have shown that the air quality in our home is up to 100 times worse than that outside, even in places like L.A. and New York. Um, so it's huge. It's huge. So what we do is we just go around. We take uh, we do a full assessment and then we take three months to just go through and really clean up every area of the home. That's awesome. And I'm I'm assuming you see huge improvements in quality of life when you do this, once you do the assessment and the cleanup. 
Yeah, it makes such a big difference. You know, it really gives people um, the confidence to that they're putting their their well-being in their own hands. You know, they they're able to go to the store and like make choices with confidence or make their own um, products at home, things like that. But then also, you know, once once your symptoms um, start to improve, you can really get out of what I think of as like the symptom fog that a lot of people don't even know that they're in when they're so um, they're living so deeply in their, um, you know, chronic sleep conditions and their digestive issues and their fatigue and all of those things that they're, they start to feel like is just normal part of life. I've I've often referred to it as under the influence, you know, you're, you're, and you don't even know it. You're under the influence of all these chemicals and it's altering your state and you don't even know it because you're so, you've normalized yourself to think this is the normal state. Yes, exactly. You know, I think of like, I, you know, I was a smoker for over 20 years until I got sick and finally, you know, like that was it for me. But I it just, it reminds me of when I used to try to quit just smoking all the time and that, like that first cigarette would be so harsh. And then the more I have it, the more, you know, it would actually start to feel good. I think of it that way, you know, it's like, it's like we're all smokers and we don't realize how much better we'll feel unless we get those things out. And then people start to realize once they're exposed to it again, what it was really doing to their bodies. Cause then those symptoms come back. Yeah. You don't know what life is like until you, you get a taste of what it really should be like. What got into you into this line of work? So I, I mentioned that I had my own health issues. Um, in early 2010, I got really sick. Um, it, it, it's a long story, but basically I was going through a detox while I was also being exposed to toxins through a, um, a remodel. And then later learned that I also, my detox pathways um, don't work properly. So I kind of had like this trifecta of toxic burden. Um, and it took two years of, you know, barely being able to walk, having to start working from home because I had to be like by my kitchen, by my bathroom, by my bedroom, you know, I would work from bed all the time. Um, it was terrible for, I had my kids were 11 and 14 at the time. And I basically, I was so deep in that fog that it was like, my kids thought that they just like lost their mom. Um, and it was that way for two years before I finally, after 16 different practitioners found the right person that could help me. And it was a matter of kind of like cleaning up my digestive stuff at the same time as cleaning up, um, you know, the dealing with the toxins, doing both an internal detox and cleaning up my environment, um, before I could really get well. But the crazy thing is, so after those two years, I was told, okay, you know, your SIBO is gone. You're, I had a small intestinal bacterial, bacterial overgrowth. She said that was cleared, but I still felt a little off. About six months later, I got it again, like full blown. But since I was in such a clean environment, I was able to clear it in a matter of weeks, whereas before it took two years. So that really kind of did it for me. That made me such a believer um, that having a a clean home environment is just all the difference. It makes a huge difference. I know because we cleaned up our home. It's probably been, it was when my daughter, before my, when I was pregnant with my daughter. So that's been 10, 11 years now. And it really does make a huge difference. And you notice the quality difference between your house and someone else's that 
hasn't cleaned up their home. Like I do notice the difference, like the smells are different and the feeling after you've been there for a couple hours, you start to get that feeling again. And so it is really, really important. What are the biggest offenders when it comes to indoor air quality? Well, there's, there's a couple biggies. Um, dry cleaning is huge. The chemicals and dry cleaning are, are terrible. Um, let's see what else really, I mean, our purse, our cleaning products and the things that we put on our skin, we don't really necessarily think about them as being in the air, but like your, your sprays aren't there just at the time that you're spraying them. It can be under your sink in the bottle and the VOCs can still be detected in the air. Um, so that, so those are actually pretty big. Um, you know, the things that we're tracking in on, on our shoes really make a big difference. Um, let's see what else it, allergens, uh, you know, this, like the, the, the dust mites in your carpet, um, your, your, uh, furnishings, the formaldehyde in the wood, the, um, flame retardants in the foam in your sofas, there's uh, so many things. You've got the wheels turning. I'm like, oh my gosh, some of the stuff I never even thought so of. Much. <laughs> yeah. You don't even think of this stuff when you're, you know, when you're remodeling or when you're, you know, just moving into a new place or whatever the case may be, even if you've been there for 20 years, you don't think about these things and how it actually affects your everyday health. Yeah. So what can people do right now to reduce their toxic load, you know, on a pretty quick basis? Like, um, are, do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah, there's a couple things that people can do. Um, there's there are two things that I always suggest people work on right away because the so there's phthalates and there's um, pesticides and the the half life of phthalates in your body is just a few hours. So if you can re get the phthalates out of your your home environment, that's going to make a huge difference really fast. So phthalates are found in um, fragrance. So any personal care products or cleaning products where you see the word fragrance, it's actually a, a trade secret. I'm sure you know all about this. Yeah, you're you know. speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so you know it could be a couple hundred chemicals in that, and it almost always has phthalates. And the thing about phthalates is that it disrupts your hormones, it can um, lead to cancer, it can cause behavioral problems, mood issues. It's just, it's just a terrible mess of symptoms that can come from phthalates. And, um, but you could get them out of your house like pretty fast. And that, you, just... you know what, that's really encouraging because I don't think we, we, we hear that information a lot. And I know I speak that a lot about phthalates and all the other chemicals as well, but we don't talk about how quickly you can actually turn it around because like you said, your body will get rid of it fairly quickly. So depending on the, the, you know, the condition of your liver and, you know, your detox organs, it could be, you know, 24 to 48 hours and you could pretty much get rid of it if you just get rid of it. So that's encouraging for people because sometimes they think, gosh, if I make this change, it's going to take forever to, to have it, you know, affect me. So thank you for giving us that information because that's encouraging. Yeah, I think it's amazing. You know, it's a, it's a pretty great thought that it can be out that fast. So getting out the things with the fragrance, um, that's really, I would say that the, the biggest impact just because that's everywhere, right? I mean, if you look at the look in the average home, there's going to be fragrance and, and, you know, 27 different products, or I don't know what the number is, but they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they're everywhere. And then the other thing that I think is big is those PVC, those vinyl shower curtain liners. You know, you're in this, this like enclosed space, you're heating up the shower curtain. So you're reducing or you're, you're, uh, you're, you're emitting, you know, the toxins because heat like releases it. Um, and I think just getting rid of that can be huge. Um, and so then the other thing is pesticides. So, you know, we all know where pesticides are. We, we, you know, people use them in their, um, lawns and their yards, obviously. And then they're in the foods that we eat. Um, studies have shown that if the, just going mostly organic for five days will reduce your pesticide load by 90%. Wow. That's awesome too. And I was just talking to, um, Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, the paleo mom. So I had a conversation with her yesterday and she was telling me, and we were talking about how pesticides actually affect women more than they affect men. So I don't know if you've come across that, but, um, she mentioned that and I thought, oh my gosh, that's that's important for women to know as well, that it just affects women differently and a little bit more than it does affect men. Do you, as like a, an endocrine mimicker or? Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it just has more of effect internally on women. I don't know if we hold on to it longer. I don't know what that effect is, but it does affect women differently or longer than it does affect men. So it's just kind of interesting that there's a um, a difference between men and women. So I, I think that's important for women to know as well, because especially like pregnancy, you know, if you're in your, you know, childbearing ages and you want to have a family or have more kids, then it's really important to know some of these things and how long, you know, does it really take for something to get out of your system? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing about so many of these chemicals that we're talking about is they, they uh, mimic hormones. So your body will either, um, you know, it'll either turn on a hormone receptor or turn off a hormone receptor. So, you know, that makes sense for women. I mean, it causes, you know, things like early onset puberty. It, it makes it harder to, you know, get pregnant. It, it, it makes our menses so much more difficult and our, um, <laughs> I just like forgot that word that menopause. <laughs> Menopausal women. I'm yeah. there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I forgot the word because, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, like all of that is so much more intense for us when we are exposing ourselves to those chemicals. So what else can people do to reduce their toxic load? I'm sure you have lots of ideas. Yeah, there's a ton of ideas. Um, in fact, I'm offering your audience a, a six-week kitchen detox. I think a really good place to start is in the kitchen. There's lots of great stuff you can do in the kitchen, not only just looking at your food, you know, things like you know, obviously taking out the processed food and the um, eating organic and all of that stuff, but looking at what you're cooking your food in, uh, you know, so Teflon pans, you know, that nonstick coating is, is again, a hormone disruptor. It, it's, there's actually um, something called the Teflon flu, where if you heat it high enough, it's like known that you will get flu-like symptoms. I mean, it's just terrible for you. Yeah, it's wow. so bad. Yeah. And then plastics, you know, plastics are all over the kitchen there. You know, people are, are storing their food in plastic. They're buying their food in plastic. They're blending their food in plastic. I mean, it's just everywhere. So just kind of having more of an awareness of like what your food is coming in contact with. 
I think can make a big difference too. And, you know, BPA is in a lot of those plastics and that's another one of those um, toxins that have a short half-life. So if you are careful to get the BPA out of your body or out of your environment, it will leave your, your, I mean, it can't, won't leave your body completely, um, you know, because we can't avoid it everywhere. Are they still making, are they still making kitchen type uh, storage with BPA? Because I was assuming that almost everything would be BPA free now. I do most of my storage in glass because that, or the, um, the metal, you know, the, all the cool metal ones. So, but I don't use the plastic much, but are they still, do you still really have to monitor what you're putting, what's in the plastic, especially for kitchenware? You do because most things that are BPA are, or that say BPA free are actually being replaced with BPS or BPF, which are just as bad and possibly worse for you than BPA. All right, there you have it. So now yeah. you, have, you you can't, like they're out to trick us, right? Like you- It's terrible. It's terrible. So, so I love this analogy for, you know, the plastic Tupperware. You know how everyone's got that container that's like stained red from, um, that from tomato he- sauce? That you've heated up 500 times. Yeah, yeah. That you, you can't get it out of there. And yeah, so you make a good point. It's the heat. It's the acidity from the tomatoes abrasion. Those are the things that, that really kind of take, that kind of make the plastic fall apart and make the molecules go into your food. So the thing that happens with that tomato sauce container that you can't get clean is that the molecules from the plastic have actually traded places with the molecules from your tomato sauce. So there's tomato sauce actually that has become a part of your container. And then a part of your container was in that tomato sauce that you ate. Oh, it's so tasty and so good for your health, right? (laughs) That's awful. That's yeah. awful. Yeah, but it's just such a beautiful example yeah. of, you know, how much that stuff really does leach into your food. And it's true because I, I know that a lot of the containers, by the time I threw them out, like you could tell what I had been putting and heating in them. So it, it when it gets, like you really shouldn't even use, in my opinion, you really shouldn't even be using plastic anymore for that kind of thing. Like glass is, you know, much safer health-wise. So it's more, it's worth it to me to spend the money or the little bit of extra energy on the glass. Um, but you know, just thinking back of all the plastic containers and the lids would be warped and all the color, like that, that you talk about the the tomato sauce and all that, you, you know, it's just not, I think, oh my gosh, how much stuff, no wonder why I'm still detoxing every day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a lot for sure. And you know, I mean, there's, I'm always finding, um, you know, really good deals on those, on those glass containers that, um, you know, like discount stores that, you know, the ones that have just like random stuff from a bunch of different departments, you can go and buy a package and I'll just buy it for like five or seven bucks or whatever. And whenever I see someone that I feel like needs to have those, I will just give it to them. Cause it's so, it's so cheap. It's so easy to come by. I mean, you can just, you don't even have to buy new stuff. You can just like reuse your sauerkraut jar or your peanut butter jar or, you know, whatever you might, you know, your tomato sauce jar, whatever you're using or buying in glass, which is hopefully everything, right? Right, right. You can just wash those and reuse them. Yeah. Unlike, you know, your margarine container, which you really, you know, a lot of people will wash and reuse those types of thing. And it's, and it's, they're really just meant for a single use. If, if you're washing them and reusing them, you're no doubt 
getting the chemicals into your food, whether whether you're using heat or abrasion or any of that. Right, right. Just the physical contact, staying in contact with something for that long. Yeah, definitely. Well, how can people find you to get more information about household toxins? People can find me um, at my website, which is healthcoachnorthwest.com, healthcoachnw.com. Okay. And you yeah, know, we'll, we'll have that posted also um, for perfect. everybody. Yeah. Perfect. And I'm on Facebook at the same place, Health Coach NW. Um, feel free to reach out, you know, with questions. I have a, a contact page on my website or people can just message me on Facebook. I'm happy to hear from people. Awesome. Genevieve, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all the eye-opening information that you gave us. You're a wealth of knowledge and um, I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your day to help us understand that our environment's more than just what we're looking at. There's a lot more to it and it can really be affecting our health internally and externally. So by just opening our eyes and starting to get rid of things one by one, who knows if you get rid of um, phthalates today, tomorrow you could feel better, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you yes, so absolutely. much. Oh yeah. Thank All right. You. Thanks everybody. Thanks for joining the healthy me and we will be back next time. Have a great day. Trina here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the Healthy Me podcast and be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can like the Healthy Me Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at thehealthyme underscore com. Remember, the info on the Healthy Me podcast is not to be taken as medical advice. You should always talk with your doctors before trying anything we discuss. Until next time. Live in your healthy me.